Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Whether we believe in our capacity for self government or whether we abandon the American Revolution and confess that a little intellectual elite in a far distant capital can plan our lives for us better than we can plan them ourselves. You and I are told increasingly we have to choose between a left or right. Well, I'd like to suggest there is no such thing as a left or right. There's only an up or down. It has been long overdue to expose the truth that the Democrats and Republicans are sucking the life out of America's liberty and usurping our rights at every turn. Now is the time to seize our civil liberties and take back our individual rights. Here on Southern Liberty, we will expose it all. With his musket on his back, the Declaration of Independence in one hand, and the Constitution in the other, here's your host, Roderick Threats. Good evening. Good evening and blessings to everybody this evening. Welcome to this episode of The Experience Today on the Southern Liberty Radio Show. I'm here always with my lovely co-host, Miss Valerie's in, as always. And we're going to get into looking. You've seen that. Y'all seen the title. Leaving home, see the USA. Now, I can take that many different ways. And I want y'all to think about that show title as we have this conversation this evening. And really absorb What, what, you know, I, I knew you guys always uh, absorb what we say, but what I'm saying is really, you know, uh, take take heed to it, right? So, with that being said, Miss Valerie, what's going on in your neck of the woods? Oh, I just heard that the Hollywood writers are going on strike. What oh. will we do without the CCP influencing our thoughts? <laughs> yeah, I did just hear. I I just heard it like five minutes ago. Well, what, did, what do they have? They they don't have anything new to present to us anyway. Just Hollywood, boring. At least to us. Hmm. Anyway. Hmm. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Leaving home. Yeah, leaving home. Um. You know. I saw this documentary the other day, and I know some of the people in the chat room did as well. Um, It was on Epoch Times, and it was called Leaving California. And, you know, at first I said, eh, you know, I don't know if I want to listen to this. And it was so interesting because it really brought into focus. I can't remember the guy's name who, who produced the documentary, but... It was excellent because he brought in history and, you know, very American history. And he brought in people's emotions, cultures, and the way people are feeling today. He really had some enormous interviews with them. And it was so heartwarming and wrenching that I found myself, phew, very taken with it and inspired by it on a lot of levels. So, um, you know, I was thinking about leaving home and I thought about my great-grandparents and probably most of us have great-grandparents or grandparents or whatever that have had to flee 
their own countries. And it was so brave of them to come to a strange country where they didn't speak the language, didn't know the money, didn't have jobs, didn't have medical care, food stamps, anything. They just had, they had to leave. They were forced out of their countries for so many reasons, persecution on many levels. Um, so when I, when I hear what's going on now in California, and it's huge. I mean, like we're, we're talking millions and millions of people are running out of their own state. Where they were brought up, the state they love, fell in love with. Some of them are immigrants who came here, you know, 15, 20 years ago, and they said, wow, this is paradise. This state is just the weather, the agriculture, the people are so nice. We have jobs here because the the state was building and booming and, you know, from, I guess, starting from the gold rush going, going west. It's what we have learned about California's history. And, you know, they were showing pictures of, like, in the 40s and 50s, the old cars and Hollywood really bursting at the seams. And it just was so sad to see right now the exact opposite. Just this hellhole that California has turned into under the loving care of Pelosi, Newsom, our supposed vice president, and all the other people who I haven't mentioned or forgot to mention, but they've all really run, run this gorgeous state into the ground. And, um, you know, when people are forced to leave, whole families, I mean, uh, I, I saw interviews by people who owned uh, laundromats, who owned restaurants, stores, and lit literally hoodlums just busting, windows open, stealing all their money out of safes coming in with these giant, you know, garbage bags and taking off with all their merchandise and literally police sitting outside right across the street just watching this. And if the owners tried to call the police, they were ignored and told that there was just nobody to turn to. And finally, as people have been starving in the agricultural state, starving, eating oatmeal for dinner, um, they are forced to leave, forced to leave in the United States of America because they can't afford the taxes. And they're being taxed to death in a way that here in Florida we don't, we don't even know from, you know, the gasoline, the property taxes, the regulation taxes, the no business taxes, no gas stoves, no gas cars, no, no gas, nothing. I mean, they're living in an absolute third world country at this point with their electricity going out at the will of the politicians. And it's a, it's a, a very low reminder of where we are sometimes on the food chain, literally. So I, I was very affected by this documentary, and if, if you have access to it, it really is great. Um, I'm not sure if you can send it, because Epoch Times is a subscription. Right. But, um, yeah. But it's re it was really good, and actually they do so many good documentaries that if... if I didn't have it, I would get it. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah. So I think about my great-grandpa, who, I, I, thank God, I was able to meet at a, at a young age. Mm -hmm. He missed Russia so bad. He missed his culture. He 
He missed his money, his language, his everything. His food, um, his friends. But they had to get out. You know, and I grew up sort of, I, I can't say that I understood at a very young age. I didn't. And I might have asked some questions of my parents, and I, I don't know if they understood. Right. But I think I understand more now than I did, you know, certainly when I was younger. And I, I, fe I feel really, really badly for people who are being forced to leave because they can no longer live a normal life in the USA. Yeah, you know the thing is, and, and, and this is, you know, th this th this is one of these things where people, you know, have to pay attention to the body of politic where they are, right? Because they're running, right? And, and, and I think there's a huge disconnect there, right? Um, honestly, that's what I think. I used to think for a long time, oh, these people are just crazy. And, you know, we have the saying, don't California, my whatever state, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I really think the people that are coming from that state ought know better, right? Because this is what they have been taught, right? That's the sad part. This is what they've been taught. And then the people that have the wherewithal or the mind to navigate that, They've left the state or went to the hillside, right? Right. And and this this is how we get these 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 um quote unquote liberal bastions, and then we get all these conservative bastions that are sprinkled in between, right? Because people know it's like you know I got to get away from this to get out. You know what I mean? To get out here, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. To to avoid this stuff. But you have the people that are saying you know. Then you have the people that are literally. I'm so tired of this. I got to pay so much. And I'm like, but you keep voting for the people, right? That keep increasing your taxes. Keep you know what I mean. Keep you, you, you're not listening or, or following the body of politic as you should. So they take advantage of you. Now you're mad. Then you go to the next place you go to and vote the same way that you have. You know, I hear that a lot, Rod, but I have to step out and say, I'm not so sure the people are voting these people in. They are being installed. True enough. And I, yes. Yeah. I, I really, I'm at a point now where I'm not blaming the people anymore for their vote as strongly as I did two years right. ago. Right. I, I see now this installation process of who the parties pick and how people are just shoved into place and then appointed. And once all of that has happened, like George Soros, for example, has been appointing, you know, all the AGs and putting people into place and funding the heck out of their elections. And I don't right. even know how we're going to get on top of that, no matter what the people vote. Yeah. It's almost like a separate thing. Uh, uh, right. I mean, it, I, I mean we, let, let's, let's look at, uh, since we're out west, let's look at Oregon a minute, right? Okay. And Oregon, they started mailing balloting back in the 80s. Right? Right? They started mailing balloting back in the 80s. And they switch, when they switch that up, so did the political power. I mean, they have Oregon has had Democrats literally every since they flipped mm -hmm. their balloting process. Mm -hmm. It's been all blue, maybe a sprinkled, sprinkled purple person in there in between. I'm not too familiar with the Oregon governors, but since 1980, every single Democrat has literally been a Democrat. Every single governor, mm -hmm. and they went to. This mail-in balloting, which we have seen, right? I mean, look, we see it firsthand. I don't care all these people out here, these so-called people call folks election deniers, this, that, and the third. I'm sorry, right? But if I'm looking at the trend data from mm -hmm. Oregon, places like California that has mail-in balloting now, 
and other uh, Illinois, right? If we go back far enough and we look when they implemented the system till now, right? We see the installment of these people, these about they're, they're calling races four minutes into the race. Yeah. No, not counting everything, right? And it's like, what do you mean? Then we've seen it, right, in in, in our in our last presidential election. Wow. Right? We've seen that, right? We and so it's like so they, they perfected it in these two or three places. They said, Okay, we can take this nationwide. And look, that's what they did. This is what they did. Now it's gonna be harder for them to manipulate, right? Um legislative seats it's harder for them to manipulate that because there's too many moving parts but your chief executives they can manipulate those in a heartbeat because those are popular they're they're, those are shifted by popular vote and they can install whoever they want based on you know what however it looks like so it is in a way this is kind of where we are and then why do you think these people they tamp down on oh there's no election fraud and you look stupid for saying that and it's like they got right. They got you thinking that these people are goofballs, right? But anybody with a a, a a brain about them and saw the numbers, how they you know digress and they and and they and they kind of flipped away the other way, you knew something was up. I'm sorry. Any, anybody with a mind was like, wait, what's up with that? Yeah, but that but then on top of of mail-in ballots, we have these messed up machines that are open to the internet and get taken out and counted somewhere else in the world by all the evildoers. Mm -hmm. And then we have the ballot stuffing system. Yep. They have it so perfected and early voting and voting for a week and three weeks after the election. They have it so tied down into mm-hmm. a tight. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Not. I personally don't know how we're going to get out of it. I, I, I have to be honest. And I, I have my hopes and dreams and my days where I try to be positive about the election. But it's getting really hard because I don't enough happening right now for us to correct what's been going on in our election processes. So, you know, I I actually would go so far as to say that the 2024 election is from here like a dream, an illusion. Right. It can't it can't be real. It just cannot be real. Right. Unless, and there's always the unless, because I've been watching um, what's happening in El Salvador. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if people can just close off their countries, right. it's, it's all about the border at this point, right? It really That's is. Right. Yeah. It really is. I, I, Right. And I think most people are coming around to seeing that what Donald Trump was doing at the border. Right. That's right. Was certainly better than what it is now. <laughs> Let's leave it because we've always had issues and problems there. But, 
what we're about to see. I mean, what, what I saw today with uh, Ben Bergwam and, and um, uh, I forget the other guy's name, Blue. I, I can't remember his first name. But these guys are down there at the border, and they were showing the area, I guess at El Paso. Uh-huh, and right. All the, yeah, all the people lined up just thousands and thousands and thousands with tents set up and all around the blocks. And, you know, not only do we not have a concept of it where we are, Right. going to stay right now. And part of where I'm going with tonight's discussion is, you know, okay, so everybody is running out of New York, California, New Jersey, um, a lot of the really blue, uncomfortable states. And they have right. every reason to be uncomfortable, and it's not necessarily their fault. Right. But so they're coming to the red states, right? That's correct. And that's... Yep. Texas, Florida, Tennessee, the Carolinas, just as an example. Right. So what happens in the state that everybody's running to? That's right. Mm-hmm. Well, I can tell you firsthand what I've experienced in the past <clears throat> year Mm -hmm. and getting worse and worse and worse. Um, our medical system is presently a joke that I've never lived in before. When you call a doctor's office, <clears throat> you're not calling an office anymore with a little receptionist sitting there. Right. You're calling That's like an automated. Yep, you're calling an automated you're system. You're calling a call center. Yep. A call center. That's right. And there's all these people set up to answer for probably 50 doctors right. in four different locations. And you're trying to make an appointment with who you saw online that looked like someone, you know, you could work with. And mm -hmm. uh, you can't get an appointment for eight months, a year. Right. And you're That's like, right. what? Yeah. So... You know, as I've been speaking to some of these nurses or people on the other end of the phone, right. what I've been finding is that the doctor's offices not only don't have receptionists anymore, but they don't have nurses anymore either. Yeah, that's so, right. So, you need blood work. Guess where you go? You, 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 you'd you call it. the doctor, and then they're like, you need to go to, to Quest Labs, or you need to go to such and such lab. Uh -huh. So that it can draw your blood. Exactly. Now, I just did this the other day. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to tell you, thank God I have the gift of conversation because it passed three hours. Oh, geez. Three hours in a, in a lab in the Martin County Hospital System. Three hours of numbers, like you're in a grocery store and you're trying to buy, and you literally have to take a number from one of those little uh, red things. Right. And we got in we got in at like number ninety five and we had to wait to number thirty four, which mm -hmm. meant that there were fifty people in front of us or sixty. And uh huh. And the good news was that most people lost patience and left. So and we got to talking with all the New Yorkers and people from New Jersey and people who have moved here a year ago and everybody that just got here and blah, 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 blah. Oh, yeah, it's the same story. So as people were getting fed up, literally, and leaving, right. our number got closer and closer. Yeah, so, you know, we waited it out. We did because I, just, I, haven't, I haven't done this in years. And I had to... I had to do the right thing. So um, I'll tell you, too, I felt really sick when I left there because I think I got exposed to all the people that were jabbed. I'm very sensitive Ooh, to this stuff. Right, right. Uh -huh. And I had to go into a back room where everybody was jabbed. And when I came home last night, I had a sore throat 
and my sinuses were filling up and I said, oh my God, I caught something today around all those people. Uh But I think I was having a reaction because I feel better today. Yeah, that's possible. I drank a lot of vitamin C. Yeah. You know what? And and the funny thing is, and this is, I I had a kind of a similar experience a couple weeks ago where it was just like a, mm-hmm. it was overnight thing. I had, I, I, well, I ran into Publix real quick, right? The Publix over on North Lake. Mm-hmm. And I ran in, and, and I normally don't go into grocery stores when they're, when, when they're crowded if I'm looking for something. I normally don't. I usually wait until there's no crowd and I navigate oh. around people. I mean, yes, I'm that, I, I, I'm that paranoid of people that have been jabbed, right? Because I am of. Too. Right. Mm-hmm. Because just based on the fact yeah. that, you know what I mean? I, I haven't had any. Right. Y- y'all know my story. I, haven't, I didn't have any of my childhood vaccines. Right. So yeah. I'm very cautious when I'm getting around big groups of people, especially after the fact that people virtue signaled over this jab. So I'm navigating and I'm like, OK, there's a crowd of people at the register. I can't wait all day because, you know, my chili's in the crock pot. This and a third. Da, da, da. So I'm like, OK, you know what? I'm just going to roll up here real quick. I'm going to you know what I mean? I'm, I'm going to throw down my chili powder, et cetera, et cetera, and go with it. I'm telling you, not even an hour later after I got home, after standing in that line mm-hmm. for like seven, eight minutes amongst those people, it felt like something almost flew like hit me. Yeah. And I'm like, what the hell? And then I thought I about it. Three I said, hours. Yeah. And I was I, like, yep. and I was sitting here like, what the hell is really going on here? And I thought about it. I oh, know. The there, it's, it's real. Let me, yeah. let me tell you, this is real. This shedding thing is real. Yes, I mean, I don't know that we would, we would get um, the nanoparticles or the actual COVID, but you really start to feel the effects. And um, I, it's also interesting because I've listened to a lot of doctors talk about this, but they said that when you get exposed to all the shedding, if you are on medications, your medications will stop working. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've, okay. I've heard that. They'll start neutering your medications depending on what they are. Yeah. Yep. That's right. So, so this, is, this is just something we almost can't avoid at this point. I don't go to restaurants when they're crowded on weekends. I just right. refuse. Yep. I don't fly in airplanes and go to, into crowded situations because I, I will get really sick, just like you just said. I, I, I will get sick, and I felt really bad yesterday. I mean, I almost couldn't open my eyes this morning, and I was very sick last night. Uh-huh. I just had all kinds of symptoms and I said this is really weird right I must have caught something there and then I said but you, aha right but you know what else too though right while while we're on this a second before we go back to the main mm-hmm. um yeah. here's the thing too right these people's immune systems right they're compromised so Absolutely. there's no telling what else they're passing like a flu or or whatever right that that's yeah. that's something else we have to remember also when we're dealing with you know dealing with these crowds and things like that like you know they could be walking around with whatever you know tb you know what i mean anything that's communicable well, right that the body has not automatically the, shut down mm-hmm. and all the immigrants that are coming in are, are coming in with different forms of chicken pox and measles and things yeah. that we have not had or or ha- people that were vaccinated for it, it's not going to work. And, mm-hmm. you know, I've had all the childhood diseases, but what if people from elsewhere, like the Native American Indians, when the white man showed up here and they died in droves from cold, from a normal yep. cold, because they never yep. had it. Yep. This, yep. Is what, this is what would, well, we have to hibernate <laughs> almost, which I do most of the time, I must say. I really do hibernate. Um, just, just for sake of California, they interviewed this man who did move out to the country in California mm-hmm. uh-huh. and bought a farm, and he had all the woods in the back of his house, and he said they came and they destroyed his farm, they killed all the forest trees, 
and he, he, they live somewhere where it gets really, really hot in the summer, almost swampy, uh-huh. and they can't get their air conditioning during the day at all. There's no electricity. Wow. Yeah. I mean, we here in Florida think about that one. Mm-hmm. Boy, if they want to get us, this would be a great place to start. No air conditioning. I won't say it. I'm not going to say it. No, 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 no. Think positive. Yeah, I, I mean, you, you would be, you'd literally, you would be forced to live literally north of Orlando. You'd be forced to live north of Orlando for any type of relief. Well, in the summer, I don't know that there's anywhere to get relief if there's a heat wave. I mean, <laughs> yeah, if there's a heat wave, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, down here in the summer, it's it's usually ninety-eight to a hundred degrees most days. Right. Yeah. It really, really is. You know, and well, anyway, I I really I really felt for these people that were in generational businesses and their whole family was there and they just, these middle class people and lower middle class people just getting Mm -hmm. socked to death by the elite government officials who don't give a good god damn about the people or anybody but themselves. Yep, they they want to get blood out that term. Yep, totally self-centered, selfish behavior. And you know they're very sick people. But but they're, you know what politicians are sick. But you know yeah. what, Ms. Val? Here's the thing, right? These same people will sit here, like I was I was talking about yesterday, right? Um, these same people will sit here and say, "Well, democratic cities and democratic states make more money; they're more wealthier." But you're not seeing the wealth. Your elitist friends are. That's right. That's right. That's so, absolutely right. They're, they're, yeah. I mean, they're, they're, they're still here. California has money. Oh, yeah. A lot of yeah. money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean yeah. look, look, I, I, look, I look at it like this. How do you have a state, right, if you was to break it off and, and, and have it be its own country, it is in the top five in GDP in the world, but you have rampant homelessness, I want I want people to really fathom that a second. You have a right. state, if separated from the United States, has one of the top five GDPs in the world, and you have skid rows, literally mm-hmm. in every single city in California. That's right, and it's expanding more and more every day. So where will they get their tax money from? The federal government. Yeah. The yeah, federal. We're going to end up paying for them anyway. Right, mm-hmm. uh, and if uh, and it's it's the same talking point. They'll sit here and be like, "Well, Democrat states and cities are more wealthier than the than the red states." But you've drained all the economy from the red states. You've drained, you know, any any yeah. means of production out of the red states, so you can sit fat and happy. Or your elitist friends that don't care about you can sit fat and happy. Well, maybe right. MTG was right. We need a national divorce. I mean, I, I don't want to be paying for uh, California's messed up politicians. But 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 that's the thing. That is, they, 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 that's why they always deflect with that talking point, right? Where they say, well, the Democrat states are paying for the red states. And I'm like, actually, it's really the opposite. Mm-hmm. Because you guys have gotten overpopulated. Where you can't handle your own shit, you're still in debt to the ears. I mean, what's California's national debt? What, what what's their debt right now? The state debt for California? It's literally just over a trillion. It's like three trillion. Actually, I'm gonna look that up right now before we go to break. I I, I I'm trying to remember, but it's it's it, it's it's over a trillion now. A a state. Yeah. Y'all, y'all hear me? A state has a has mm-hmm. a, a debt. Of a trillion dollars. I'm looking, and they I'm don't looking, care. Yeah. We'll just spend it spend, and, uh, spend into oblivion, right? But you know, but you know, I've heard Newsom say, Yeah, well, we're we have all this money because we just tax the wealthy people higher. Sounds okay. like Bernie Sanders to me. 
Here we go. Sounds like Joe Biden. Yeah. Actually, I'm off. I'm sorry. I'm off. Well, it's damn near a trillion, right? Here's the thing. Their debt mm-hmm. is five hundred seventy-one billion five hundred twelve million two hundred and one thousand eight hundred and forty. Now, watch this. Watch this. Their GDP is three point six trillion. That's their GDP. Their GDP is three point six trillion, right? I got those numbers fucked. That's where that's where I, was, I got those numbers flopped, right? So their debt to GDP ratio right. is fifteen point six eight percent, right? Their in state revenue is six hundred twenty five six hundred basically six hundred twenty five billion dollars. But they're spending they're spending three quarters of a billion three quarters of a trillion dollars in spending. Well, you know what? I think they're buying all the beachfront property that they're saying is going to sink into the ocean. For themselves. Look, look, look at this, right? California has a population, right, of 3.8, I mean, 38 million, right? There's mm-hmm. 4.7 million people on food stamps. Yeah, well. That's worse than the federal average. That's worse than the federal average. Well, that makes sense. Uh-huh. That makes sense. Yeah, it's just it's unbelievable. Yeah. This is unbelievable. We we got to pay some bill. We got to pay some bills real quick. You already okay. know what to do and how we do the things. So make sure you go get your cheese, wine, and crackers. When we come back, we're gonna talk more about this uh, these things that we speak of. <laughs> mm-hmm. So y'all come back. Mm-hmm. We'll be back in six here on Southern Liberty and the Experience today. And this is the Fox Business Report. Stocks finishing lower led by declines in bank stocks as investors get in gear for the latest Fed announcement on interest rates Wednesday afternoon. Both small and large banks fell as investors remain concerned about the future of some regional financial firms. The Dow falling 367 points, then Nasdaq down 132, S&P 500 down 48. And shares of Uber getting a boost after the ride-hailing giant reported strong growth and issued an upbeat outlook for the current quarter. Its CEO said that Uber was off to a strong start this year with first quarter gross bookings for trips up 40% compared with the same period last year. And Starbucks said that higher prices and more efficient operations helped drive higher sales and profit in its most recent quarter while business in its China market improved. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Hillary Barsky, invested in you. The Fox News alert, the manhunt over. I'm Lee Silicera. Multiple sources have told Fox News that the Mexican national accused of firing on a group of people last week is now in custody. Ten or 15 people gathered on Friday night for a church retreat. Eyewitnesses say that is when they heard the next-door neighbor firing his gun in his yard. Police say when they asked him to please keep it down, an argument ensued. Moments later, investigators say the man returned with an assault-style weapon and began firing as he approached the home. When it was all said and done, five people were dead. Fox's Casey Stiegel, Fox News has told Francisco Oropesa was taken into custody without incident by a special unit of Border Patrol agents. The Pentagon will deploy several hundred troops to the U.S.-Mexico border later this month as the administration prepares for a surge of migrants. 1,500 active-duty troops are heading to the U.S.-Mexico border ahead of pandemic-related restrictions expiring next week and a surge of migrants expected to seek asylum protections. This is a common practice, if you will. These personnel will be performing administrative tasks like data entry and warehouse support. They will not be performing law enforcement functions or interacting with immigrants or migrants. White House Press Secretary Corrine Jean-Pierre says it will free up customs and border protection, the focus on enforcement. Previous presidents have also relied on active duty military troops to supplement DHS, including 
former President Trump. At the White House, Jared Halpern, Fox News. The Illinois State Police now say seven people were killed when a high winds kicked up dust, blinding drivers and causing a multi-car crash on I-55 yesterday. 37 others were hurt. A Montana judge says it's outside his authority to overrule state lawmakers who voted last week to exclude a transgender lawmaker. America's listening to Fox News. Identity theft shows no signs of slowing down. In fact, more than $14 billion were stolen last year. That's a criminal success story and a wake-up call for everyone else. It can be dangerously easy to steal your identity. LifeLock by Norton makes it easy to help protect yourself. If you become a victim, LifeLock will work to fix it. No one can prevent all identity theft, but everyone can save up to 25% their first year by going to lifelock.com slash fox. Recreational vaping has been banned in Australia in an attempt to stop young people from getting hooked on nicotine. Gone in a puff of smoke, this is the latest crackdown from one of the toughest countries in the world on the tobacco industry. In future, disposable vapes in a variety of fruity flavours will be banned. E-cigarette products only available from pharmacies in medicinal packaging. This is a product deliberately targeted at our kids, being sold alongside lollies and chocolate bars. Health Minister Mark Butler. Doctors say they're supportive of the ban but want the government to do more to discourage young people from vaping. Jonathan Savage, Fox News. Wisconsin Supreme Court has ruled that a hospital could not be forced to give a deworming drug as a treatment for COVID-19. A tech giant may have made job cuts earlier this year, but it's not impacting its AI workforce. IBM CEO Arvind Krishna revealing in an interview with Bloomberg that his company is looking into the use of artificial intelligence to replace human workers in back office positions and departments like human resources. Krishna says these non-customer facing roles make up 26 thousand positions at IBM, adding, quote, I could easily see 30 percent of that getting replaced by AI and automation over a five-year period. Krishna's remarks come after IBM announced layoffs in January that would affect nearly 4,000 positions. A spokesman for IBM says they are still actively hiring. Matt Napolitano, Fox News. The Tony Award nominations are out and some like it hot. The musical adaptation of the cross-dressing movie comedy that starred Tony Curtis and Jack Lemmon leads the nominations with 13. Three shows received nine nominations each and Juliet, which reimagines Romeo and Juliet and has some of the biggest pop hits of the past few decades. Also New York, New York and Shucked. I'm Lee Silasara. This is Fox News. There's no sign of identity theft slowing down. And why should it? More than $14 billion were stolen from identity theft victims last year alone. To cyber criminals, it's a success story. To the rest of us, it's a wake-up call. Your personal info is in more places now than ever. And all that exposure can make it dangerously easy to steal your identity. LifeLock by Norton makes it easy to help protect yourself by monitoring your identity and alerting you to threats you could miss on your own. If you become a victim of identity theft, a U.S.-based LifeLock restoration specialist will be dedicated to your case and work to fix it. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but LifeLock by Norton makes it easy to help protect yourself. Save up to 25% off your first year by going to lifelock.com slash fox. That's lifelock.com slash fox for 25% off. Welcome back. Welcome back, y'all. Southern Liberty. Appreciate y'all hanging out with us for the first half. We're going to keep it easy and breezy and get y'all out of here momentarily. As always, I uh, appreciate everybody in the live chat this evening. I appreciate everybody listening on the public airwaves right now. I appreciate y'all from uh, from Southeast Georgia to Utah and those of y'all uh, in, in Florida. I appreciate y'all. Um, if you're not part of the Southern Liberty family, make sure you go to patreon.com forward slash T-O-L-M. Sign up be on the backside of some stuff that you know some content that we don't talk about on here maybe a little bit more insight a little bit more in-depth stuff over there um and get stuff before it even hits the uh mainstream um you'll get a lot of that over there so 
That's patreon.com forward slash T-O-L-M, Torture Liberty Media. Appreciate you. Ms. Val, speaking on today's topic. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's a big one. Um, Talking about stepping back and looking at the USA. Mm -hmm. I wonder if people, what people's vision of the United States is right. The people that live in this country, what is what what is their vision? Right, and and I, and I ask that because just, just something that can't came that came across on the on the Fox News break that played in between on break. Right, they were talking about the whole immigration piece, right, and how Biden mm-hmm. is sending all these all these active duty personnel. Down to, oh, to the border, right? And I'm sitting here, and I'm like, right? <laughs> no, but look, yeah. But I'm sitting here, and I'm like, Trump did the same thing, and all of these people sat right here and said, "Oh, he's driving xenophobia, and he's doing this and that, uh, and it's a waste of money to have these people down here." They're mighty silent right now. Yep. But Rod. He's really doing it to process people faster. Trump He's did not the same doing thing. It to... Oh, he did. Yeah, Trump. I, Trump I wasn't did, aware. Yeah, of yeah, Trump did the same. Trump did the same. He, he, they were down there helping with administrative duties. They weren't down there like enforcing the border. Okay, so right, but yeah. th- that, that's these people that say this, and I'm like, oh. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. What are we up to now? Yeah. You know, you just, you just, I've been hanging out with you too long, as we think alike, but I, I wonder what, how long people think this will last. Where will this go? Where will we be one year from now? It's unsustainable. Exactly. So, so our red states, so to speak, where a lot of us live. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that our streets and our stores will start getting busted up and tent cities and break-ins and? Crime. I mean, are we going to look like California a year from now? Right. Is it going to infect everybody everywhere, this whole country? Yeah. Are we going to have mental, mentally disturbed people running all over the place everywhere we go? Mm-hmm. If there's any place left to go? Well, you know, I, I can't help but think realistically. Because right now we have a super highway running out of all the blue progressive states to right. the red states. So what are the people, what are these evil, evil politicians going to do to punish us? I'm just asking a question because I, I can't help going there. I, I mean, reality is that we don't have, you know, Publix is even starting to have empty shelves now. I mean, right. every time we go, there's something else that they don't have. Or, you, you know, you go a week later and they got a small amount in and then they don't have it again. And this is not something we saw except during COVID. So that was like intro to, guess what? You're not going to have enough of what you want or need. So the, re- the reality is not only do we have to stay focused on that and make sure we have what we need that might last through um, a really scary period, but let's look at China. What do you think China is doing right now and for the past five years? They've been stockpiling. Of course. Oh, yeah. And they've been buying up our farmland. And they have all these GMO seeds all stocked up. They're ready to go. 
we are not ready to go. This country, oh, I mean, we're going to be depleted in no time. And, and that's why we need to really see this stuff for what it is right now and, and be conscious of it and have your, your little, you know, solar things in order, your water pumps, your, um, filters for water, you, you know, as long as you can go on. And I don't know how long that could be. I don't know what's in store for us. I hope somebody does actually, or a group of people. I, I just want to say something. I was listening to um, a fellow the other day, and look, everything is hearsay at this point. You hear different things, and like we've said, you take little pieces of what you hear and put it together so that you can make sense out of nonsense. But this fellow was talking about the general that have been working under Donald Trump since he took office as president. They are not the generals we see. There's stuff going on that, of course, it's secret. If, if any of us knew what was going on, then all of us would know. And, and we don't want the propaganda, and we don't want the evil beings to know. And we do have to pray that there is a, there's a lot of behind-the-scenes maneuvering people, maybe military, maybe other countries, maybe there's stuff going on that all this crap is going to get taken down. I don't know, but I remain hopeful that that is what will happen. Yeah. I mean... You know, they're blowing up. Yeah. Yeah. My my thing is is how many people right actually see the light? Right? Cuz we have those Maybe it doesn't matter. Maybe it doesn't matter. Maybe? Maybe it doesn't matter. Because I if we're, I, I, if, we're the, if we're the only ones that see the light, then we will be the survivors of all of this. Right, but what 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 where where I, where I want to go with that, right, is what if there's the ones that see the light, but are not walking towards it? They'd rather stay complicit where they are, right? Well, they want to stay anchored reality. in place, yeah. right? That is reality. I see the truth, but I can't do the truth because it resets everything I know. And one and one thing that humans do not do well is humble themselves. That's one thing they don't do well. Right. Majority majority of humans will not admit when they're wrong. They will just they just will double down on the wrong, thinking they're living in the right. Um, insert every United States politician into the chat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, every single all of them. Like, yeah. All of them. Yep. Yeah. All of them. Yep. And that, and that, and that, and that, that that's that's where we're at. They just they, they I mean, I mean, l- l- let's look at right the way you know, the, the the way the, the Republicans are right now. Right, look at how they are right now. Right, I mean, they they just keep doubling down on on craziness. It seems like, I mean, look right here in Florida, oh, right, right here in Florida for prime example. You know, we, we got yeah. these bills coming across um, that uh, Republicans are writing, saying if, if you're if you're a blogger and you um, you write about the, the governor, you need to clear it by us. If you're making money off of it, like what? <laughs> I know. Wait, bruh. I don't want to write about the governor. I don't <laughs> want to write about him anyway at this point. It's just getting so old. And yeah, I'm, I'm sick of. Yeah, I'm sick of the whole propaganda. Yeah. Um, but, you know. You know, um, what, what I was just reading about in China, mm-hmm. um, okay, so obviously we know they've suffered famine. They're very good at it, causing it and living through it, the right. people who are lucky enough to live through it. But um, they want to make sure they control the food because if you control the food, you control the people. And this, this is a big statement. 
coming from the CCP. And they've bought up so much of our farmland. And Biden is launching some of the biggest land grabs, like major. And when you think back to our history, that we allowed people to take pieces of land and say, this is my home, this is my homestead, we gave it to them. What other country ever did that? That's why the United um, States zero. is so special. Right. That's why we're, we're considered the free country. Because we've been able to establish homesteads and live and be peaceful and trust each other to some extent. And here these bastards come in and take us over and, and our government sells us out to them and now they want to take over the world. They just want to take over the world, everybody. They want to control every country in the world. And, send, and, and the Chinese are sending their seeds, literally, to grow food up into space. They're housing them on satellites. How far yeah. ahead are they than us? <laughs> way ahead. It just doesn't Yeah, way. Like way. Unless, unless there's something spiritual that's going to happen between good and evil. That's biblical. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Yeah. It, it, and it's happened more than once, right? Or have. It happens more than once. I got to stay there. I'll go out of my mind. Mm-hmm. This is just, this can't be real. I say this every day. Whatever I hear and see, I say, this can't be real. People are living in these hallucinations of, of what television did to them and movies did to them and their messed up lives did to them and they're not even operating with a full deck anymore. <laughs> they threw half of it away by default. <laughs> <laughs> but, I I, but but, but you're, you're on to something though, right? Because, you know, our, our, I'm just thinking about this chronologically, right? Yeah, I'm going mm-hmm. from the from the from my Christian friends. It's kind of where we kind of branch off here a second, right? But if we look at the timeline of the Old Testament through the New Testament, right up to the New Testament, right? How many different calamities did you have? Major calamities you had in the Bible? Oh yeah, right, mm-hmm. right. I want y'all to think mm-hmm. about that a second, right? We had the Great Flood. Right. Then we had Sodom and Gomorrah. Right. And then mm-hmm. we went from Sodom and Gomorrah to the coming of Christ. Yep. Now, Christians, as Christians, we talk about the second coming of Christ. Right. We're not even there yet. And th- this is just me spitballing this, but I, I, I want to, because the thing is, is that God is meticulous, right? God also... That's right, there will be no mistake. No right? mistake. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And God does things in patterns. That's why he's instilled in us to recognize certain patterns. He, right. lay, he laid out the patterns in the Bible, right? He laid that out when we're talking about the great flood to cleanse the earth of all the wickedness before, Right? He cleansed Sodom and Gomorrah, right? Yep. He 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 brought he brought he he uh, strengthened David to beat Goliath, right? Which right. which, which ooh, Goliath re- represents the evil of the Pharisees, right? And we have all these other little incidents along the way, but then we get to that are not really significant, significant. But then we get to the birth and death of Christ. Right? The golden years, the 33 golden years, right? Yep. And God, Jesus told us he's coming back, right? He's coming back, but he set this pattern. The question is, where are we in that pattern? Coming from the Old Testament to the New Testament. No. Yeah, I don't think we've suffered enough. Nope. Nope. 
No, because we're, hey, we're going into it now. Yep. Right. Because he look, we, we, we've been through how many different famines on the planet? Holodomore, the Great Leap Forward. Right. We, we've mm-hmm. been through, you know, we've been through the long, longest ring of slavery the world has ever seen with the Ottomans. Right. Oh, we've been man. through all that stuff. Nuclear bombs, World War One, World War Two, and God still didn't come back. And right? we still haven't worked our shit out, have we? <laughs> no. So here's the thing, right? Where are we in that pattern? Right. And, you know, we hear our Christian friends always saying that, oh, we're well, trying to make God come back faster. No, he's right. Like you said, no, he we can't is do that. meticulous. No. He knows what he is going to do and when he's going to do it. But we have to do it on his timetable that he has already presented to us. The question is, we're never going to really find out where we are in that pattern. But I mean, let's keep it real. Right. We're, we're, we're leaning to that that period after David slayed Goliath up until up through Ezekiel up, you know, the, up, you know all the way up to uh, 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 Zephaniah and then to the birth mm-hmm. of Christ. We're right in that area right now. We're right in that pattern well, area right now. The question is, are we back there or a little bit more forward than what we think? We'll never know that because we are not him. Well, time is going fast. Because yeah. we're running out of time. That's because right. Because we're running out of time. And this is something I believe wholeheartedly. I think mm-hmm. as we experience and turn around every Friday and say, it's Friday again? It's Sunday again? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. It's Tuesday night again? Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, it's just like time is racing. Yeah. Racing. But see, here's the thing, And we're not well. doing as much as we used to. How is that? Here, here, here's here's it. Here's the the thing, Miss Val. Yeah. The devil, right? Lucifer. Let's don't call him the devil. Call him by his name. Lucifer. Right? Mm -hmm. Was God's right-hand man. Yeah. He knows. He knows. knows Right? Mm -hmm. He knows everything. This is why we see now this scramble of evil around us. Right, the stealing of people's lands, the the the, the defaulting on our loans and interest payments, uh, up all you know what I mean. All of this evil to drain from us. Lucifer knows the time is the time is near. So he it's is getting also the, the satanic temples, the satanic yes. churches, which are using the Bible meticulously. Yes, to convince people. Mm-hmm. To convince them, this is Lucifer. There, and I've I've listened to it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like God. I can see, and this is part of being an open person. I can see why these young impressionable people believe this. Jesus loved everyone. Yeah. Everyone is his children. And if you're tranny, if you're gay, if you're mm-hmm. disturbed, if you're a killer, if you're a murderer, Jesus loves you. Yeah. So they feel righteous in their evil behavior. Right. Because, right, because Lucifer also knows, right, that God will end him. Right? I mean, in the book of Revelation, right. right, He God did mm-hmm. say he will cast hell into the lake of fire right he'll cast hell into the lake of fire that's the second death right lucifer knows his time's up and it's getting closer so 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 that's what we see all this crazy stuff going on around here so we need to build the ark right rod i mean we should take all of southern liberty and build an ark and let's all jump on in and we'll be ready. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly right. And that 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 is. That's kind of where we're at. And people that even just, you know, I mean, and I know my non-Christian friends and all that stuff, right? It might be blasphemy Doesn't to you. Matter. You know what I mean? Doesn't but matter. I have right, but I have to relate, I have to relay the message because it's even relevant if you just think if you understand good and evil. You understand you can you can put you can take put whatever 
whatever you want in the evil spot. You could be evil peanut butter and jelly sandwich, and your god's the uh, uh, the the uh, flying spaghetti monster. Don't matter, <laughs> right? It doesn't matter as long as you recognize good and evil and understand the evil right. is going to accelerate. To a point where it's gonna yep. it's gonna be uncomfortable and unbearable. It's gonna back us all into a corner, and the only thing we can do is come out fighting spiritually because it, it's gonna be a spiritual war before it's a physical war. Absolutely, and it's there's, it's really time to find a spiritual path right now. No mm-hmm. matter what you uh, ascribe to, if you if you cannot ascend in the in the necessary way, you're gonna lose your mind. Yeah, and, you, and you're going to go the wrong way, and you're going to make mistakes, and you're going to be panic stricken, and all of that. Yeah. Um, even I find that even people that get really nervous and really upset and and you know don't function properly in an emergency situation, something yeah. shifts in your brain because yes, you know. Does. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I agree one hundred percent. We gotta roll. We gotta roll this thing up and put a bow on it. Appreciate you, Miss Val, as always. Okay. Um, I appreciate everybody coming through, hanging out with us this evening. I love y'all. Make sure y'all stop back by on Friday. Um, and hang out for Fired Up Friday again. We're where we're taking up email addresses and stuff for the new movement. Um, those of you that are already pass them on i appreciate it i'm gonna be sending out meeting invites for tomorrow for this meeting we'll be having talking about these different things so pay attention to your inbox etc etc until next time life love liberty and happiness peace thanks for listening to the southern liberty podcast if you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast please share it with others post about it on social media Subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.bpmg.us or leave a rating and review on iTunes. To catch all the latest from Roderick, you can follow him on social media at manofjustice007. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.